Milwaukee's tailgate mini pod. Uh, I'm Paul Newton, right for Acme Packing Company, Shepherd Express, and of course, do this podcast. Um, I, I wanted to chime in a little bit just because of the um, the owners um, ask for mediation that they just did on the labor negotiations, and I can go into a little more depth here than I sometimes get to on the big pod. And this is a good place for legal wonkery rather than there, where really baseball is preferred. Um, so first of all, I actually have a fair amount of experience in mediation and um, has sort of colored my um, my thoughts on how useful it can be because uh, I don't really do litigation proper. Like I don't go to court very often. Every once in a blue moon, um, I will occasionally defend a deposition. I'll occasionally be deposed. Uh, but most of what I do is um, sort of prep work and, and legwork for lawsuits. Um, and uh, I don't do much besides that, but um, back in the day, several, several jobs ago, I would occasionally get sent to a mediation because um, they're not important. One time, a long time ago, um, I was sent off to do a mediation for a client I had, and it was a a bogus case that they'd been drawn into, um, that they didn't really have a part of, that they were sort of tangentially related to. And um, normally when you get sent to go to a mediation, they give you some kind of settlement authority in advance, even if it's a pittance. Um, and uh, I got sent here, and the person in charge basically told me, okay, your authority is zero. And I was like, zero? <laughs> okay, never had that happen before. Um, and uh, it was actually a little scary because the mediator, mediator in this case was a judge, um, but I also felt like it was fundamentally the right thing to do that uh, we really didn't belong in the case in the first place. Uh, also worth noting, I had to travel for this mediation, so it literally went like this. Um, I got on a plane in the morning. I got off the plane in a different city. I walked into some hotel, some Marriott, I'm sure. It's always a Marriott. Some Marriott conference room. This judge comes in and says, hey, I think I can get this done for everybody today. Um, it, we're, we're starting in, in the um, high, I'm not going to say numbers. I'm going to keep this vague as possible, but the high dollar amounts. Um, do you think we can work with that? And I say, I don't think we're going to be able to get that done. Um, and he says, oh, well, okay, well, what kind of authority do you have? And I was like, um, our, my authority is like zero. Um, we are uh, not um, in favor of partaking of this. Um, if we can get some of the other parties to like chip in, we'll do that. But basically it's zero. He gave me the angriest look I've ever seen a judge give anybody, which uh, I, I'm sure that uh, honestly, people have it worse than me with an actual court. It's just mediation. Fortunately, it doesn't matter. Um, but he said, um, okay, is that it? And I was like, yep. He said, all right, you're 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 dismissed. And uh, I left after being there literally for five minutes, uh, headed back to the airport, flew out. It was the most pointless thing I've ever done in my life. And uh, if you wonder why I call mediation a pointless exercise, uh, call it a little bit by personal experience, but um, that's, that's kind of why um, it... Uh, it doesn't really change the motivations of the parties, and it doesn't material, materially change what they're going to do if they know what they're going to do. Uh, it's only if there's an irrational actor or people who are acting irrationally um, at each other based on non-monetary factors that it can ever be useful. And that just wasn't the case there. Um, big companies know what they want to do. Um, and uh, so, yep, this is uh, <laughs> these are these are big organizations. They have a good idea of what they want to do. I don't think that mediation was the way to go here. 
Mediation is really used for two reasons. So first of all, mediation is not binding at all. Um, you'll, it, it occasionally in in the media gets sort of confused or, or conflated with arbitration, um, which is not always binding, but generally arbitration is binding. Like if you get into an arbitration, you basically give up your right to go to court and some quote unquote independent person decides the outcome of the case um, without having to stick by all the rules that courts impose on people. Um, arbitrations for a different day though. Mediation is um, an attempt to have a third party sort of smooth over some of the differences when negotiations have stalled to get people talking again, um, to maybe help people reach common ground. Um, but mediators are only useful in a couple of situations and they don't come up that often, which is why it's mostly pointless. The first is when one side is very clearly and irrationally um, not in the correct range for settlement. When somebody either believes too much in their case, um, it's almost always that, honestly, um, somebody's overconfident in their case and um, everybody else in the case, judge and others and you know other side, um, and anybody looking at it from the outside can tell, well, okay, this should be in X range, and you're, you're just being irrational here. Um, you try to get everybody into a couple of rooms, not the same room, and the mediator will try and make the case to that person, like, hey, look, I've seen a lot of these. Um, they have a lot of good evidence. It looks like, have you thought about getting into this range for settlement? That's kind of how that goes. And that works sometimes because um, anger can color people's visions of things or just lack of knowledge of what similar cases have had happen um, can sometimes create an, um, <clears throat> uh, a, a, an incorrect valuation of the case. But here's the thing. Those don't come up very often because lawyers are pretty good at valuing their cases uh, and uh, high emotion cases are, are pretty rare. Um, the other time that they can be sometimes useful as if both sides are just really, really angry at each other. Um, now, this also happens once in a blue moon, um, and sometimes the mediator can be useful in getting people focused on um, sort of the economic issues on more rationally, hey guys, you can hate each other all you want, but when push comes to shove, here's what's going to happen in terms of money, and if you do this, it'll be better for everybody. That is the other way that they can sometimes be good. Um, and that doesn't come up that often either because honestly lawsuits amongst large entities that can afford mediation are usually pretty rational things not always but um the way big companies look at lawsuits is more or less like investments they're investments they're forced to make because they're getting sued but uh you know they're, they don't really take things personally too much now that's not always true and uh, businesses differ in tenor and and who is um, controlling, you know, the sort of general uh, vibe of the company, but uh, for the most part, that's the case. So um, this one strikes me as really pointless. And uh, if you follow Eugene Friedman, uh, you should go look at his stuff because he had essentially the same reaction I did with a little bit more. Um, so I'll say this for Eugene. He, he did, um, he had heard that it's at least possible that the owner side has a few dissenting owners who would actually like the mediator to push the owners into a few concessions uh, to move things along. And, you know, the, the owners are pretty good about being united, but there are certainly some owners who would like to get a season all the way played. And there's others who would maybe like to be hard asses about this. And um, uh, he had at least a theory and had heard some back talk or was reading something into it that 
mediation might be useful actually to um, start to push the owners to um, start to make some real concessions because they really haven't yet. Uh, that's the big problem here. Um, but my initial reading on this was that this was completely for PR purposes. First of all, mediation is pretty useless most of the time. It's billable hours for lawyers um, and, and a mediator, but it doesn't really move anything along. And this is especially PR, like it was announced to everybody right away. It makes the owners look like they're doing something like, oh, we're stalled out. But if we hit this guy, we'll move things along so they can say, well, the players don't want to do anything. We tried to do this thing to get things moved along. It seems very PR-y. And uh, I think the players were smart to decline for that reason. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, as everybody's pointed out, when I first saw that somebody had requested mediation i misread it i thought the players had uh, i think that would have been pretty savvy um they are the ones locked out remember um the owners doing it is asinine <laughs> because they're doing they're, they're doing the locking out they're the ones who are intransigent here and i know that not everybody follows the negotiations and labor as closely as we who listen to this podcast do and me in particular but the party that's responsible for for not negotiating in really good faith, calling a mediator is a more ne not negotiating in good faith. So I, I, like, I think the players were smart here um, to reject that. It would just be a pointless waste of time. Um, if anything, it would push, it, it would put them on even footing of like, oh yeah, we're not maybe that far away. Let's go do this. We can hammer some stuff out. Like, mm -hmm. It makes me squishy. Um, it gives me a bad feeling. Um, and the owners are, I think, literally just doing this so they can say, well, we are, we're trying to move things forward without actually giving in on any of the contested portions of the CBA, um, which is really how you move things along. So um, just want to get my two cents out there as to exactly why um, the owners did this for PR what they hope to accomplish, make the players look bad by not doing anything when it's really them who aren't doing anything. And whether it is really that cynical, and yeah, it is. Mediation um, on a big stage is often exactly that. It is uh, an attempt to make it look like you are accomplishing something without actually accomplishing something, without having to make hard choices and hard decisions, and uh, without taking a really pragmatic view of what will eventually have to happen for this to get settled. I, mean, I I don't know what the owners think they're going to do. Uh, maybe they think that they can bury the players here, outlast them, but you can't trick them. Maybe you used to be able to trick them, uh, but I think we saw during the COVID negotiations that the, the, the attorneys for the union are much savvier than they used to be. You're not going to pull a fast one. And all these attempts to tie things to Fangraph's war or mess around with bonus pools with some formula um, are... To me, just attempts to trick. This doesn't have to be that hard. Like, it's not that hard to come up with a rule on how to pay people. It's not that hard to lop a year off of service time and change the way dates are accrued. This is this doesn't need to be this hard. So, um, the owners, I think, are in the we're trying to trick you into doing something stupid level at this point, and they don't have a realistic view of how this will eventually have to end. Um, this was an attempt again to trick people and to make it look like they are not the bad guys when they clearly are. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. So uh, it's smart that the players rejected it. They have to actually do real negotiating if they want to end this. And uh, don't let anybody tell you anything different. This is still, at this point, entirely the owner's fault. 
and that is that. So um, we'll be recording the real podcast this weekend. Uh, if you got questions, uh, that the tweet will be going up soon. You can always tweet them at Ryan and James and me as well. Um, and uh, we'll talk more baseball then, and hopefully less labor then. <laughs> but uh, until then, in, enjoy the well. There's no football. There's no baseball. I guess enjoy a basketball game, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you later.